Hey shit talkers, welcome to Talk Shit with P. So obviously I'm P of Talk Shit with P. <laughs> and I am such a shit talker that I had to create my own stage. My podcast is a safe space to talk all the shits of this shitty world. And believe me, this is a shitty world with lots of shit to talk about. I sometimes shit talk by myself and no, I'm not crazy. And other times, well most of the time, I am joined by incredible individuals who do all the shit talking. Well, not all, but most of the shit talking. On Talk Shit with P, we laugh, we cry, we cuss a lot, but most important, we learn something. Well, at least I do, and I would hope so do you. So grab a drink and join the party. um i have an amazing person with me today first of all his energy is off the hook um so he is a personal and professional development coach and the ceo of it's fucking freaking gold time ifgt coaching baby how you doing joseph i'm doing really well and how are you doing thank you for coming on today i appreciate it I appreciate you having me on. This is really exciting. My pleasure, my pleasure. So tell my listeners a little bit about you, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. My name is Joseph Drosheng and I own IFGT Life Coaching, which it stands for It's Fucking Go Time. And that's how I operate, really, in all my works. I'm very passionate and excited about what I do. I, I'm a father. I'm a boyfriend. I have my dog. I love to fish, hunt, you know, fish and ride motorcycles, Jeeps, just just kind of like a grown-up little kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to live my life like that today. I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. However, part of my vision of my life was to live in the mountains, and I currently have a home in the mountains of South Carolina, about five minutes from trout streams, waterfalls, beautiful back roads, countryside, nature at every turn. And I, you know, I love my life. I truly do today. And that's what I help other people get to. Um, I have been studying the implementation of the law of attraction for decades. And today I help individuals to move past their fears of breaking free from that daily grind so that they can live a life of total freedom, just like I do. First of all, can I say, uh, we need to be best friends because you have a a, a whole house in the mountains (laughs) with some amazing views. So we need some invites for the the trip up there. And you know, South Carolina ain't far from So we're not going to be... Ah, uh, we're not going to be best friends because of my sparking personality. Hey, that helps, you know. It helps, but the fact that you have a house in the mountain, that, like that, that even if you had a bad personality and your energy wasn't good, the house in the mountain is worth it. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad that I'm glad that you think that way, Sima. That's how awesome. Do say, how do you pronounce your last name? It sounds German. I I say it's like it, I'm like you're from Detroit. It, it is German. It's Drollschagen. Just like it's spelled, pretty much. It sounds yes. like a beer, like Drollschagen. Can I get a beer? I kind of does, like... doesn't it? Like, give me a dra- give me a draft, <laughs> <Exactly>. Drollschagen. <laughs> <laughs> all right so for all those who uh i actually uh I've, i've not yet met joseph uh we have actually just been talking for a week um 
posted we are we are on the same uh podcasting facebook group and he posted if anybody's looking for a guest and i was like here's my email drop me an email and he did and here we are so <laughs> thank you for here the we are like all appreciate it Absolutely, like all incredible things come together. I know, it right? It just flows. No planning, no nothing, no draining. Yes. Just... There we go. So I'm curious, as a child, what did you want yes. to be when you grew up? I'm just curious. Yeah, when I was a child, I, I wanted to be a police officer the whole time oh. growing up. All the way up until I was 18 or 19 years old. And more so, I wanted to be a, on the Detroit Police Department. Part of it is because I thought it was it was cool and tough and all of that, but really another part of it is because I've always had this inner desire to help. And what people. boy does I want to be playing with guns, right? Is that a? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the cool part. Mom won't let me play with guns, but if I get to be a policeman, I can own a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, personal and professional transformation coach. What exactly does that entail for some of us who are not sure what that is? Sure. So, so, Seema, there, there's so many people, you know, the, some people live for 90 years, right? And some people live one year, 90 times, and they just keep repeating those same patterns over and over and over that are no longer serving them. In other words, they feel stuck in life. They have desires, they have dreams, they have visions for what they wanna do in life, but there's never enough money, there's never enough time, there's never enough of this or enough of that. And so they go through their entire life just repeating that pattern over and over and over. They never move toward realization. I help individuals to move past their fears because that's what it all is really of breaking free from that daily grind so that they can move into living a life of total freedom, of whatever total freedom means to them. So from a personal standpoint, I have clients I've worked with who have been like teachers and they just couldn't stand teaching anymore. And they, one of them has gone out and, and bought a bus and converted it to a hair salon and goes to industrial parks and cuts hair. Later on, a year after that, she bought a bigger bus and added a boutique. I have professors from universities that I've worked with who are just just burned out. A lot of healthcare people, but this professor I'm thinking of had a vision to travel to, to experience every national park in the United States, and had through creating the vision, through working together, they ended up resigning from the university subleasing their house, selling her motorcycles. And she's been on the road for two years now, traveling to national parks, doing some work while she's there. She's blogging and, and building income that way. And it's really about helping people move into experiencing living their dreams. With business people, I work with a lot of real estate and we we know that real estate and healthcare people work 24 seven, right? Yes. And, and real estate people, it, it's like an entrepreneur job, but so many people work it as an employee that they're, they're a slave to the job. And what I've done is I help real estate agents, business owners, entrepreneurs to really open up the growth and expansion in their business, but at the same time to experience greater balance in their life so that they can enjoy all their efforts. Interesting. Nice. I, I, I... I need to have the, the lady who started a, a hairdresser on the bus. She needs to come and talk some shit with me. That's very impressive. 
Yeah, and I've had some people experience just incredible opening. I had a gentleman who, who uh, he was a CEO of a company and he said, I don't want to hire a coach to work with my people. I want to get coaching and then teach my people. And within two weeks, I found out that he had been married for 37 years and him and his wife coexisted. Oh, wow. Five weeks into working together, I did a live event up in Michigan and he happened to be there and he did a live testimonial for me. And he stated very clearly like to everybody is, you know, five weeks into working with me, his marriage was reignited to like they were newlyweds. They'll lay on the couch and watch TV then eat popcorn. They go out to dinner together. They go on dates. They do things together now. And it, it's really about like one of the things I tell every client I work with, I don't have your answers. But I'm really, really good at helping you to access those and then how we bring those out forward in your life. I don't know. Are you familiar with the law of attraction? Yes. Most people are. But what happens is people try to apply what's out there. And there's some awesome, awesome stuff out there about the principles of the law of attraction. But what's lacking and, and what's not understood is the implementation of those principles because we are each unique individuals. So they're applied differently to each of our uniqueness. And there's not a lot out there on that right now. And that's really where I specialize. The principle, the way I use the principle is going to be the principles rather is going to be different than how you're going to use the principles. True. It's just like when you go to school, some people, teachers have to spend more time with certain students because their understanding and, our, and other people's understanding is different. Exactly. But most of the, you know, the leaders of our times that have brought out these principles of law of attraction have done so based on the principle and based on a one size fit all. And that's why so many people struggle with it and with applying it and with getting the results they want to get from it. So I'm, I'm going to just start calling you a, a miracle worker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am so blessed to get to do what I do. For, for, for saying that a person who was in a 25-year marriage coexisting with his wife and then now mm-hmm. they're in, all in honeymoon, that, that's a miracle you're working over there. Like That's impressive. It, 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 I, I am, I get so excited and that's why, like, you know, you said that the introduction about me being excited and stuff like that, my energy, but like, I get to live like this. I get to have this impact on people's lives. One of the things I want to bring up really quick too, for people to know, and maybe it should come up later, but I'm just going to bring it up now is I do not, I only work with seven one-on-one clients a month. I maximize it there. My groups that I do, I will not do more than 10 people in the group. The reason being is I don't herd people through my programs. I don't herd people through my coaching because I want to make sure that every person I work with gets the absolute most out of our time together, out of the program they're working in, out of whatever we're doing together that they get that. So where a lot of people are trying to build groups of 50, 100, 150 people, that's not me. That's not my style. And I have no interest in that. I like to make sure even my groups are small enough and intimate enough that every person has a voice. Every person can get what they need to get from that because I know it's different for each person. That, that That's the word there, intimate. I think um, the way you do it is the reason why I would say I, I decide to call you a miracle worker because 
you need to, to, to give your all to your clients to understand them and help them for them to be better and happier. So that's amazing. Yes. And what, what, what took me years to learn takes my clients weeks to learn and to implement in their life. To understand the blocks, understand our programming, our paradigms, our conditioning that's holding us up, understand that and shift that can happen so quick now. And I'm able to do that. That's why I have people at three weeks who opened up financial avenues that they never realized. Or I have like that client at five at five weeks who his relationship with his wife, 37 year marriage is completely turned around. And it, it, it's like I get to watch these miracles unfold in people's lives. Impressive, really. Um, I'm cu- I- I'm curious. How did you end up in this uh, profession of yours? What led you? When here? I was, yeah, you know, I told you about the police officer thing, and and that stayed with me all the way up until I was 19 or 20 years old. That I literally tried multiple times to get on the Detroit Police Department. I thought that was my path. I thought that's where I was going. I thought that's what I was supposed to do. But it kept getting blocked for one reason after another, after another, after another. And at 22 years old, I heard a speaker talk. And I I can't remember what he said, but it lit this spark inside of me. It just ignited me. You ever have that happen where it's like your inside just feels like it's instantly on fire? Yes. I have a quick question. I'm going to let you continue. Do you remember who that speaker was? I do. Okay. I, I'll ask I my follow-up question later. Continue. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> I don't remember what he said, but it just lit that flame inside of me. And I knew in that moment that I wanted to motivate, inspire, and lead people to living better lives. And when I connected with that, I knew that was my purpose. And I became a student of that at 22 years old. And I followed that continually going forward. Now, back then there weren't life coaches. So I didn't know what it was. I thought maybe it was a minister or a pastor. So I started looking into that avenue. Now I'll tell you at the same time, I grew up in a blue collar family outside Detroit, Michigan, and I was taught that a man gets a job, supports a family, and hopefully lives long enough to enjoy some retirement. No. So I got, I bought into it hook, line, and sinker, and I built a career up through corporate America up to a vice president of sales, specializing in helping companies that were in bankruptcy come back out the other side and get profitable. And through that process, I was a prisoner of that job. So like so many people are, I was trapped in that job. And I had this huge passion inside of me, but I could never break that conditioning until I learned the tools I learned and the processes I learned to go through that, to shift that, to open that up. And that's when I really stepped out into being me. And that's what I love about the people I help. You know, that gentleman I talked about with that 37 year marriage, it wasn't him to coexist with his wife. We let our paradigms and our patterns and things like that build up and build up and build up. And they take us away from who we authentically are. I get to help people get back to that authentic person within them. And then I get to help them launch a life that they could not otherwise achieve. So if you don't mind, how how did you end up breaking free? from your own prison yeah um i was in my 
early 40s. Now, I've been a student of this works, you know, from the time I was 22, I've poured hundreds of thousands of dollars into, in, into the studies and, co- and like all different programs. And, you know, I would buy a book and I would put it together as like a study and I would go through experiment and things like that and stuff. And and it, at when I was in my 40s, my dad passed away. I'm sorry. And thank you. And then my mom, they were married 54 years and my mom just didn't want to be alive without him. She was missing her other half and she passed away less than a year later. And I found myself an orphan. And I remember just, you know, bringing this to the thing. I remember driving home from my corporate job and I was in Iowa at the time. And I just had a complete breakdown and I pulled over and I just started crying. And I said, God, I, I don't know how to do this. Like this passion is so strong inside of me, but no matter what I do, it never goes to anywhere. It never leads anywhere. If you could take this away and put anything else in its place, I'll follow it with all my heart and all my soul. It was like that pleading prayer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Through that, a series of events showed up. And it's kind of a long story, so I won't go into it all, but eventually I ended up meeting somebody and then meeting that person. And it was a struggle to talk to that person. And I had that, because through that process of that time when these things are showing up, I had that battle going on where my head's going, no, no, no. We're tired of being disappointed by this. We're tired of it. No, just let it go, go somewhere else, do something else, you know, finish your career in corporate America, do, you know, and, but that part in my heart, that, 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 that my soul is going, no, no, there's an opportunity, another opportunity. And I ended up following, it had to be an act of God because I ended up following step by step through that process. And I ended up gaining my first certification. I ended up getting somebody who had a coaching business that helped me to get my feet on the ground, you know, to, to, to get, you know, my feet wet in, in doing coaching and getting it started. And I've been through eight certifications through eight different programs now. And I continue to go through that. I continue to invest in myself so that I'm more useful to the people that I meet. Nice. Did you ever reach out to that speaker to tell them that they, it was because of them? You broke free of your prison. You found your passion, your calling. Um, yeah, funny story there. I'll go into it in a second. But but one of the things I want to say about that whole thing <clears throat> is that when, when this happened and it unfolded, and within five months of getting my certification, I resigned from corporate America. And I came down to South Carolina. I found the house. So life began all brand new again <laughs> at that point. Nice. <clears throat> so... The gentleman's name was Jack Boland. And he was the lead minister of Renaissance Unity up in Michigan. Hmm. He would bring people like Oprah in there, Aerosmith, Marianne Williamson, people like that he would get to come into church. So they had thousands and thousands and thousands of people at the church. Have you got the privilege to meet him? I did get the privilege of meeting him before he passed away. I actually had the privilege uh, right before all this um, pandemic and stuff. I had the privilege of going out to the unity, um, the the unity, uh, the the, the main center of unity out in Missouri and give a talk to hundreds of ministers on prosperity. And I actually used information in that that I learned from Jack. Now, Jack personally mentored three people in his life 
um, the late Dr. Wayne Dyer, Les Brown, and Mary Morrissey. Without knowing all of this, Les Brown and Mary Morrissey are my mentors. So it's like I have direct mentorship back to Jack Boland. Well, you see, those are all signs that this is what you are meant to be doing. Yes. And you want to hear one other step into this that's really, really awesome? Yep. Uh, December of 2019, in October, I was called by Renaissance Unity Church to guest speak on that same stage. I have a hard time talking about this without kid. <clears throat> I was going to get to stand on that same stage where I heard Jack Bowen and deliver a service. Oh my God. Now, I didn't, I didn't go after that. It's not something that I had in my vision and things like that. It just came to me. Now, in December, two weeks before I spoke, they called me up and said that they didn't know, but the church sold, they were closing it, moving to a high school and stuff like that. So they actually put out the service. So I didn't actually get the chance to step on that stage, but it was close enough for me to call a miracle. It sure is. <laughs> it sure is. Like you got the call. Yeah. So let me ask you that. Um, there's something that there's this quote that you there's this thing that you said on your post. Um, think, think the secrets on <coughs> excuse me. Think the secrets on steroids. What does uh, what does that mean? Yeah. So the secret. You familiar with it? No. Okay. The secret's all about the law of attraction, and there's a book and a movie and stuff like that. And I oh. had like I had. Yeah, continue, yes. Okay. Yep. So I had the DVD, because I'm that old. <laughs> I mean, the VHS, right? The VHS, <laughs> because I'm that old. I had the DVD, and I had the book. And I would go over those, and over those, and over those, and over those, and over those. And I finally, honestly, ended up throwing them in the garbage. <laughs> because as much as they explained the principles within the law of attraction... I could not find anywhere in there of how I apply that to my life. And that's what so many people run into. That's why when so many people, when they hear the law of attraction, even those words, they're like, ah, ah that's, that's garbage, you know, and things like that. But it's because nobody really goes into the depths of applying those. And the people that do will tell you that they can help you to get to where they are. Right. I have I have hired coaches. I say I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and not all of it. I've learned from all of it. But some of what I learned was that's not the thing for me is I've worked with coaches who are millionaires and billionaires and and things like that. And what I found through the coaching process is what they're trying to do is get me to be them. But nobody, nobody is somebody else. Sure. That's why what I do and where I specialize is helping you. Come from who you are and where you are and where you want to be. And then traverse that gap between those, bridge that gap between those two. It doesn't matter what I want. It doesn't matter where I'm at. Does that make sense? It does. It really does. Um, people forget that we, we are all, we might be the same, but we're also very much different. 
and we should embrace the different varieties, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And one of the things that like I'm so passionate about what I do is because I know that each one of us is unique and each one of us has unique talents, gifts, and skills within us. And whenever somebody taps into that inwardly and brings that outwardly, the entire world shifts because of that. And I get to be a part of that. Yeah. Instead of trying to, to make each other be the same, we should be more open to expressing our true selves. Yes. Catch part two coming out on Sunday.